You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Go ahead and grab your seats, amen, we'll get you out of here really quickly, amen. Praise God, I never put a time frame on what I'm preaching, amen. Uh, uh, sometimes, but sometimes it's just things that happen afterwards that, that take longer than even the preaching, so yeah, that's up to God, amen. But uh, after, uh, uh, we're gonna, we do have some, uh, some gifts that uh, we have on the table for you guys, and so uh, we're going to distribute those at the end. Also going to have a raffle. Uh, we've got how many prizes, baby? Four prizes that we're going to raffle off. These are uh, big. One, one of them is a trip to Hawaii for you ladies. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, another one, amen, is a, is a brand new skateboard. Hallelujah. <laughs> and, uh, and then <laughs> we couldn't afford the car, so we got a skateboard for you. It's used, but, but it's a skateboard. Amen. And then, then we got another one that's a, a heavy-duty belt for, for your children. Amen. Hallelujah. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. No. But we do have some, some baskets, and some, uh, a couple baskets and some treats for you, for some, uh, some special mom that will take home some extra special things of what we have to give out. And so just have some fun in here. Amen. So ladies, please, uh, after, after our, our service, we're going to hand those all out, amen, and then you guys are, take some pictures, and like I said, you'll be on your way, amen, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Well, today I want to minister a message entitled, uh, A Mother's Courage, A Mother's Courage, amen, and, and uh, as, I, as I look at moms today, I, I think we need moms that will have some courage, amen, especially in the days that we're living today, amen, and courage is really a, a must, amen, and, and, and I believe a, a mother's courage plays an important role for our children here today. And there's something about a mother's love towards their children that brings forth this courage, amen, that I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about a mother in the Old Testament who loved her son so much that she did all she could to save her baby's, baby's life, amen. And so it was during a, a time where it was not a good time to raise up a little boy in Israel. So as I get into the Word, let me give you a little history uh, to set up a platform of where I want to go today. And first, uh, how many know the story of Joseph, uh, the one that got sold into slavery? Amen. If you, if you know that, he, his brothers got, sold him into slavery, and he ends up being second in command of all of Egypt. And then at the end of that story, he reunites with his father after many years of being separated. And God has so much favor upon Joseph's life that Joseph had saved the country from a famine that hit the land. And through a dream that God gave Joseph or showed Joseph, he showed him a dream of what to tell Pharaoh in order to survive the famine. And because of God's favor over Joseph's life, his family 
And all of Israel were blessed and lived a very, very good life. Amen. But now we're going to pick up the story from there. And I want you to turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 1. The book of Exodus, chapter 1. This is right after Genesis, second book of the Bible. And I'm reading on the New Living Translation, as it shows right here. In time, somebody say in time. It says, in time, Joseph and all his brothers died. Entire, ending that, that entire generation, and they filled the land. Eventually, a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he has done. He said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us, and they are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. And then they will escape from the country. Amen. Pharaoh here, this is a new king, amen. There was a new, there was a new, there was a Pharaoh when, when Joseph was around, got a lot of favor. He, he knew, he knew Joseph, amen. They, 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 had, they were tight. And all of a sudden, here we are in the story. All the Israelites have died. Joseph's family's dead. A new, a new Pharaoh comes into place. And he started to fear the Israelites and wanted them to stop them from growing in numbers. He ordered the slave drivers to, to put them to hard labor. And so he's thinking, you know what, if I get these men really, really tired, they'll stop having babies. You know, they'll go home from being at work all those hours, amen, and say, you know what, I got no time for you, vieja. You know, you know they, they, but guess what? They kept having babies, hallelujah. And so... When this happened, then Pharaoh ordered that all the male babies be put to death. But there was a name of a mother at this time by the name of Josabed. Her and her husband Amram had a baby boy during this time. I want to introduce you today to the mother of Moses. See, Moses' mom often slips our minds. She's not even talked about. Some of you guys probably didn't ever even know what her name was. But, you know, you know, her name is not well known like Sarah or Rachel or, or, or Mary, the mother of Jesus, amen, Deborah. You know, these, these, these names, they're, they're, they show meaning, but when you hear Jacobed, or, or Jacobed you, you really don't know who she is. But this mother set the foundation of Moses' courage and brave faith. And she did it, listen church, at a time when it was not the best time to raise a little boy. It was not a good time in, in Israel's history. It was, it was a nice place to live when Joseph was around and, and Joseph's favor was upon the people, amen. But it eventually turned into a ghetto called Goshen. And one day, Josephine tells her husband, you know, I'm pregnant. But instead of being happy and excited, she was in fear, thinking, what if it's a boy? What are we going to do? And most parents, you got to understand, it's a hard time to think that at this time, but Moses' parents were God-fearing people that trusted God, and they knew how to be still in the Lord. How I many know that we need more God-fearing parents in the world today? Come on. 
Come on, parents that would trust God with their children and even hand them over to God. In Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 to 2, the New Living Translation says this, About this time, a man and woman from the tribe of Levi got married. And the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And she saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. See, Josephine saw something special in her little baby boy, so, something that a mom can only see. I mean, how many know that moms just see the best out of us? And, and, and this special thing was beyond the norm. Come on, she saw God's favor upon her little baby boy's face. And she told her husband, you know what, I'm going to hide and I'm going to protect our son. And I would not let them murder my boy. So she did that, not fearing, listen, what would happen to them, but she trusted in God. How many know that if, if God is all you have, then you got all you need? Come on, somebody. These parents held on to God and said, man, if I got God, we have enough. And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23, it says this, it was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months and when he was born, they saw that God had given them an unusual child, amen, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. See, Moses was just more than just a cute baby. There, there, there's something, there was an awesome presence of God within this child, amen, and his parents identified this. His parents saw that inside of him. His parents had confidence in God, and they were not intimidated by Pharaoh's orders. But eventually, they had to come up with another plan. Hiding the baby was not enough. Uh, hiding the baby, something was gonna, he was gonna, something was gonna happen. So they hid him as long as they could. But Jochebed knew that she needed something different with her baby boy. That simply hiding him wasn't gonna work anymore. So using all her creativity, all her, her resources, she comes up with a plan. How many know that moms can be pretty creative? When time is running out. Come on. You got any mothers in this place, amen, with your, your, your kids' uh, uh, special school project is due the very next day, and you're working, the moms will just be working that last day to get it done. Come on. Come on, mom, say amen. Some of you guys say, that's not my mom. My mom said, figure it out. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, I, I, there's times when my, I see my wife, amen, put some things together and, they, and, and, and make it happen. I mean, we can look in a refrigerator and open the door and say, man, there's nothing to eat. Mom can open that same refrigerator, start pulling out stuff, tortillas, cheese, whatever it is, and boom, you got a meal. Hallelujah. Come on, our, our moms can be very creative. Can somebody say amen? You see, in Exodus chapter 2, verses 3 to 9, Jochebed gets creative. It's an awesome story as you read this. She makes a waterproof basket, and she puts her baby boy in it. And then she sets it along the reeds of the bank, amen, of the Nile River. At that same time, the story goes on to say that Pharaoh's daughter was bathing in the river and saw the basket and had one of her maidservants go get it for her. Miriam, Moses' sister, followed and watched to see what would happen. When Pharaoh's daughter, uh, uh, maidservant, brought the basket to her, she opened it up, and it was just like if it was on cue, like they've been practicing this. 
You know, she makes this basket. She creates this as waterproof. You know, I, I'm a, I got to do something different. She comes up with this idea and then puts her baby boy in this basket, thinking this may be the last time I see my baby boy, but I got to do what I need to do. And so this is what, what, what is placed in her heart, puts her in the basket, and it seems like it was like they were rehearsing with the kid what to do. And so puts the baby and she closes the door and she opens it and then she goes, when I open it, I want you to cry. I want you to look cute and just cry. And so it seemed like it was practicing that, you know what? Okay, we're closing it. Open. Ah! Ah! Re read the story. It's a trip. And so she, I, I believe that's what she did. And so she puts the basket, okay, and then just pushes her along the river, and so her sister's following up, and then Pharaoh's daughter, they bring the basket to her, and when she opens the basket, guess what? The baby starts crying. And Pharaoh's daughter feels so sorry for this baby that instantly she falls in love with this child. And then out of nowhere, guess who appears? Miriam. The sister comes out, and comes to Pharaoh's daughter and says, you know what, do you want me to get one of the Hebrew mothers to nurse him for you? And she said, you know what, that sounds like a good idea. Go, go do that. So Miriam go gets who? Mom. Jacobed. Goes gets her mom and brings her to Pharaoh's daughter. And Pharaoh's daughter says, you know what, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to nurse this child. And guess what? And I'll pay you for it. I mean, what a great idea, right? I mean, what a plan. She gets to keep the baby. She gets to raise the baby, nurses the baby. On top of all that, get some feria for the baby. Get some money. And her plan worked out perfectly. But listen, it was because of her faith in God. Come on, somebody. To trust God when her options ran out. She did what most mothers wouldn't do, give up their child. She puts the baby in the basket when time was rushing out, running out, puts her in the rushing waters of the Nile River, amen, thinking, you know, you had to think, once I put my baby in there, I may never see him. I don't know what will happen. There was alligators in the Nile. Uh, maybe he'll get chewed up. I, I don't know what's going to happen to my son, but he had faith in God to do what was placed in her heart. This mother had tremendous faith in God. How many know that desperate times call for desperate measures? And sometimes you're going to have to just trust God just like Jochebed. We're going to have to trust God certain things, moms, with your kids. You're going to have to learn to release them sometimes to God. See, she nursed Moses and the baby grew. But it was... Time to trust God once again when she had to release him for good. She knew that she had to take him back to Pharaoh's daughter who would raise him as her own. And she named him Moses. In Exodus chapter 2, as we continue the story, 2 verse, uh, verse 10, it says this, And later, when the boy was older, the baby now is an older boy, her, her mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. So we have the first adoption here in the Bible. This is the very first mention 
of adoption. The princess named him Moses. She explained, for I lifted him out of water. Or some text says, I drew him out of water. See, Moses growing up, you see, Moses stood with, with mom until the age of around five. Five years old. And during that time, uh, Jochebed must have prayed over Moses, amen, must have poured her faith into this little baby, amen, uh, while he was nursing him, probably sang worship songs to the Lord, of the Lord to him. Uh, he learned his first words with her. She gave all her life and poured as much as she can in such a short time. In that home, listen, Moses learned two important things from mom. That I'm going to give to you moms. First, he learned faith in God. He learned faith in God. Second, he learned to have courage in God. It was their faith that took them above their fear in the king's wrath. It was also courage that was produced in, 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 uh, in Moses' life because of mom. See, after many hardships, amen, it, it was Moses' bravery as God used him as a servant to free the Hebrew people from slavery and, and led them all the way to the edge of the promised land. So how can, how can so much be poured into a young child in such a short, short time, church? Well, the Word of God confirms it can. I want you to check out the connections between Moses' parents and Moses, amen? In Hebrews eleven twenty three 23 that I just read, it says, it was by faith, somebody say faith, that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. Now you go to Hebrews down a little bit further to eleven twenty seven. it says this, it was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt not fearing the king's anger. So we have the parents who weren't afraid, and we have a child who, was, who grew up not fearing. Because of what? Faith. Both of them had faith, church. Where do you learn this courageous faith from? Was it in Pharaoh's palace or with Pharaoh, Pharaoh's daughter? No, it was from his parents growing up as a child in those first five years. See, the picture of Jochebed nursing baby Moses shows us several truths about families. First, don't ever count yourself out, ladies. Come on. Don't ever count yourself out. I don't care where you live or your living conditions or how hard it gets in raising a child, amen. Moses came from the ghetto from a very uh, violent, oppressed time in history, yet God overruled it all and drew greatness out of him. So number one, don't ever count yourself out. Although we may see our environment as a no-way-out situation, it does not limit God, ladies. Come on. We are never disqualified from experiencing His life-changing grace. Because when we have nothing but God, we discover that God is enough, church. Come on, somebody. Second, don't underestimate the importance of parenting. 
Jacob's brief presence influences influenced Moses' entire life. Come on. She went through some painful times and sacrifices, but her faith and courage shows Mo, showed in Moses' life was because of his mom, which will end up in the results of freedom for Israel. Come on. See, her message to moms today is, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up on your children. Even when the stresses of parenting seem overwhelming, at the end, I'm here to let you know it's all worth it. Come on, ladies. It is all worth it. God not only sees where you are, He sees where you can be. And so you keep focused, ladies. You continue parenting and you continue pouring all that you can into your child's life because at the end, it's all worth it, church. We may not see the results right there and then, but at the end, it happens, church. Third, regardless of the odds, a faithful role model is valuable. Even in times when we're living, in the times that we're living today, where it seems that evil is ruling, we can be tempted to think, why bother? What difference does my life make? Amen. But you can make a difference, church. Just remember Moses' mom. Come on, she simply believed and stood still in the Lord, not realizing that her faith will be speaking to us today. Listen, church, I want you to catch this. Moms, everyone in this place, when worry ends, that's when faith begins. When worry ends, that's when faith begins. Number four, because of life's pressures, a valuable mother is essential. Without being open and available to God, Jochebed couldn't have the strength to stand against Pharaoh's pressure. And because she held on to her faith, somebody say, hold on. Come on. She held on to her faith. She was able to preserve her baby's life and nurture him to the age of five. See, we too can give something to our children after we receive something from the Lord. Come on, have you received anything from God, ladies? Come on, all of us here, amen, we receive God. And so as you turn that around, amen, you can give something that God gave you to your kids. See, everything is a transfer. Everything is transferred, amen. Something was transferred to me. You know, I've come from a, a, a mother that continues to pray even as of today. I have a praying mom. She prays for our family. She connects our family all through prayer. Prayer has become a very essential part in my life because of my mom. My mom has poured that into our lives uh, as, uh, to her children, to her sons, to her daughters. Amen. Hey, you know what? You need to pray. Are you praying? I'm praying. I call her up. I just finished praying with Sister Lupita. We pray for PCLV. She always says, she's praying. Always pray for you guys. My mama. She prays for you. Even, even I, I sent her a little thing on Facebook today and just said, you know what, Mom? I showed a picture when she was really young and, and where she's at today. And I said, Mom, thank you uh, for creating a wonderful life for us. Amen. And, and she goes, thank you, Mom. I love you, but take care of yourself. That's a mom. That's a mom. You know, she knows I, that I've been coughing and I've been dealing with these allergies. She goes, you got to take care of yourself, mijo. I'm also cute. And I was going to play and tease her a little bit today, but I didn't. But she always says, you know what, and I'll, I'll pull something. goes, I love you, mijo. This is your mom. 
Mom, I already know. It says right there, Carmen. <laughs> so I was going to say, Happy Mother's Day. This is your son. <laughs> She's funny, man. See, Jacobed had faith in God's protection over her baby. Only because she trusted in the Lord. Come on. Could she give up her child? See, rather than see him killed, knowing that God was going to take care of him. See, there are lessons that all moms can learn from Jochebed. First, listen, she showed great trust in God's faithfulness, which speaks to moms today. Through this story, you can learn, mom, to just trust God with your kids. Come on, you're going to have to trust God with your kids, amen. Second, if you are an unwed mother or pregnant, let me tell you, your resources don't have to be abort. But instead, put the child up for adoption. Jochebed trusted God to find her, her baby a loving home because God's plan, listen church, are bigger than our mistakes. And though it was heartbreaking to give up her baby, amen, it balanced, amen, uh, by God's favor, amen, uh, when she obeyed not to kill the child of the unborn child, amen. But you got to understand, you, you never know who you're aborting. You can be the next great king. You can be the great next great law, uh, 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 something, something. You never know who you'll be aborting. So we've got to trust God in, in situations in our lives. We, we look at her story of a mom who was desperate. A mom that, you know what, I don't want my child to die. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm going to protect him. My, you know, you look at your child and say, man, there, there's something about this kid. You ever, moms, you ever look at your kids and say, man, there's something around this, about this kid. Or this girl, or this boy. You, you sense something of greatness. Even, even through their failures, mom always finds something good about their boy or girl. And this is the kind of moms that, 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 that we see here in this story, amen, of a mom that did not want to give up her baby. A mom that wanted to see, see God's favor over his life and say, you know what, I, I'm going to disobey the, the Pharaoh's command. I'm going to disobey the king's command. I, I'm going to protect my child. I'm going to do what I need to do because there's something special about my little boy. See, Moses ends up delivering, being the deliverer of Israel. Come on. The future of the, uh, the giver of the law came through Moses. Delivers him out of Exodus and, and through slavery, I mean, and takes him to the edge of the promised land. Third, though life faces many disappointments that ruin our plans and ruin our dreams, we can get through it by handing it over to God. Just like Jacob did. He put his, her child in his care. And there's times that we're going to have to just trust God, church, with your kids. Come on, you're going to have to learn how to be still and know that He's God. God is always on the scene when we call out to Him. And there's moments in our lives, and I know that sometimes parenting or or being a mother to a child can be hard sometimes and stressful as our kids are growing up. Come on, somebody say amen. Especially in the times that we're living today, it's just like the times back there in Israel. 
we're a lot of evil is rising up, amen. And sometimes we're, you know, we're so overprotective at times with our children that we have to trust God with our kids. And even in the times that we're living, you know, uh, you know, you're going to have to trust God. That's all I can really say. You know, here's a mom that did not give up, but always trusted in her Lord. You know, my mom, we had, I had brothers, amen, that we all got into different things in our lives, amen, but mom never stopped praying. And mom never looked down at us, never pointed us down, never said you're this, you're this, you're that, but always showed love in the spite of our sin. This was a mother that always embraced, and this is a mother that we see a picture of a of Moses' mom here, amen, that, that you know, was, was just a favor. God, God, there's a love that mom has, and those are the, that's what our children need today. Yes, we need to correct them, but we need to correct them in love. Yes, we need to do things, and we get disappointed, but you know what? Always speak life to your children. Always see the good inside them, because God created them and handed them to us to take care of. But there's a time in our lives that moms... You're going to have to release them. Well, don't, don't baby that boy all the time. That girl, you're going to have to release them. And then when they're caught up in their mess, just pray more. Come on. And, and trust God that they'll come back. They will come back, church. It's God's promise. If you trust God in it. You've got to trust them and just continue to pray, pray, and pray, church. If Moses' mom would be here today, she would stand here and say, it's worth the fight. Keep praying. Keep praying for your little boy. Keep praying for your girl. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Don't give up. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. And learn how to release them to God and have a peace about it when you do release them. You've got to have a peace when you release them, ladies. Don't go after it. See, Jacobit didn't go after that basket. When I said, oh. You know, so some of, that, that's what some of your mothers would probably do right here. Huh? You go, okay, I'm going to trust God. Uh, no. Not today. I'm not going to release them today. Listen, when you release, you're going to have to trust. She trusted. She trusted. And, wa- and she, I, I'm, she just watched. She didn't follow. You read the story, she didn't follow, Miriam followed, but she trusted God and said, you know what, I'm just going to trust God. She went back to her life. She went back to doing what she needed to do. Sister says, I'm going to go find out what's going on with my brother. She's the one that reported, and everything worked out as planned because of trust. I can just imagine Jochebed when when Miriam came in. She says, Mom, Mom, come. Guess what? Guess what? You don't believe it? <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Vámonos. She's really, come on. Where are we going, mija? Come on, come on, come on. Just follow me. Just she, Her back hurts. <laughs> okay, let me get another mom that has no back problems. I can just see Joseph. No, 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 no. My back hurts today. But I can just imagine... Jacobet, when, when Miriam came, says, come here, Pharaoh's daughter's calling you. And not knowing, probably saying, no, she wants you to nurse him. No, no, she don't. Really? And goes and says, you know what? I, here, take care of this little boy. Not knowing that that was mom. 
nurse him, take care of him. I'll be back for him. And Thomas, here's some money. And there's more money coming. For five years, she got paid for raising. Man, wouldn't it be nice to get paid for raising kids? <laughs> Praise God. I, I may be a mom. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> But what a great plan. But those, those are things that sometimes we seem to get that desperate, ladies. You're trying to fix your child when God's the only one that can fix them. I mean, I'm not talking leave them alone. Look how, look how important those years were in the first five years of Moses' life. Poured faith, hope, courage. All that from mom during that time that he never forgot. Sometimes we think right now that we don't have to take care of our babies, amen, they're babies, and so guess who's taking care of the baby today? This. Skim the phone. There's their parent. There's the new parent today, guys. It's the truth, church. Society has, has gone so... Understanding that the first five years are so important. To, to, into a child's life. And moms, you play a very important part in inputting something inside of them. As they get older, hopefully the things that you have taught them, they'll learn. And if you are a late bloomer, then don't forget, it's never too late to start praying and trusting God with your kids. I know that sometimes some of us have raised our kids in the church, and now they're going a different route. It's okay. It's part of life. Let me tell you, what you have sown in their life is not in vain. It will come to pass, amen. You continue to stay focused and you continue to pray. My mom had released my, my, my brothers and I, and each one of us have found a way back. Church, it's, it, your prayers are never in vain, mom. God hears your heart, sees your heart, but sometimes you're going to have to trust God with them. And when they become of age, of 18, where you say... That's all I can do. You're going to have to trust God in those at that time. Up to that age. Don't release them earlier. Don't release them earlier. Amen. Come on, deal with it till, till 18. Amen. And say, okay, whatever you want. I remember my son, when we moved out here, she, he didn't want to come out to Vegas, my oldest son. And, and, and he's here today. Amen. He, and he came to visit mom. Amen. We're going to spend some time with my older son, uh, Nick. Amen. But, but, he didn't want to come here. And I was going to let him go and stay, let him stay in L.A. And then I talked to some people, amen, and someone, some, someone just brought some, uh, some encouragement and some, and some wisdom. And I, I told him, son, you're going with us, whether you like it or not. You're not 18 yet, boy. And he didn't like it, but I brought him. I brought him, amen, and, 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 and then when he became 18, I had to release him. I told him, I made him a deal. I said, Come with me. Let us start this church. Amen. And then after 18, if you don't like it, I'll release you. And, and I did. And I kept my promise. He left. Did other things. Amen. God touched him a few times here with us. Amen. But uh, I know that God's still touching him right now as I'm talking. Amen. Because a mother's prayer is never in vain. A father's love is never in vain. Amen. And, and so he's here with us. Amen. But, but I learned to release him. My mom, mom has learned to release him. God is going to take care of him. Got my other kids here with us, amen. I got my grandkids. And so those are, those are things you're going to have to learn to release, church. So moms, 
pray, pour into their lives. And when the time comes, release them. Don't go after them. And you say, okay, let them go. I, we didn't chase, I didn't chase Nick. I just said, God, he's in your hands now. I, I've raised him to a point. His mom raised him to a point. And he knows. And I, when time comes, he'll be back. And somebody say, amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord some praise. Amen. As I close the day, and we want to do some things for our moms, church, when we give the Lord our lives, amen, He does so much more for us. Come on. Some of the dreams that we don't even know, once we start to trust Him, amen, He gives us more than we can imagine, church. When she placed the little Moses in the Nile River, she, like I said, she thought, Man, I, I don't know if I'll see him. I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever see him grow up. But ends up being, growing up to be the, one of the greatest leaders in the Bible today. You know, one of the greatest stories that we read today because of a mother's trust in God. Amen. Come on. He was chosen to rescue the Hebrew people from slavery by being still and letting go and trusting God. And as he did, I mean, it, it blew her mind what became of it. Like Jochebed, we don't foresee God's purpose in letting go. But if we trust Him in His plan, it can be better than we can ever imagine sometimes. And so moms, learn to trust God. Learn to trust God and be still in God with your kids. Amen. Let me tell you, moms, show your, show your kids courage. This is, this, is, this is a story for all moms here, amen. You know what, what you pour inside. I know that my kids have a lot of courage because of mom, because of their mother. The things that you show them, how you stand and how you fight it through, will show them how big your God is. When the time comes where they need to stand on their own, they'll do what you've taught them. Amen? Praise God, amen. Hallelujah, let's all stand up today.